Uh, I'm here at uh, Engage Expo, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Chris Badger, the Vice President of Marketing for Forterra Systems. And what is, what is Forterra Systems about? So we're about taking uh, visual 3D environments and applying um, them for business uses, really mostly around collaboration and training. Uh, but you can either have very imagined environments or uh, very realistic, you know, taking a, a real store and doing training or, or testing uh, around, you know, realistic environments like that. Okay. And so it's kind of what I call business gaming. And, um, you know, what are the benefits of this system and um, what, what have you seen out there? I mean, how, how receptive are people to business gaming? Uh, Although it's a very new sort of domain, it's coming on very strongly. And I'll cite two different examples where it makes a lot of sense. So on the training side, uh, a lot of people might call these a simulation. But you can put people that are new uh, and haven't gotten on their job yet. And you can put, uh, it could be uh, an accident or an event to occur. And you've got to test and assess how well they respond to that environment. So a quick example could be a, a soldier who's about to go to Afghanistan, sure. and they're supposed to look for IEDs on the side of the road. Um, you want them to practice that in a virtual environment, because doing that sort of realistic training, uh, they could die or sure. you know, get injured. But that's a quick example of a, a sort of business gaming, where you can get people to see the consequence of an action, either good decision or bad decision. Now on the uh, sort of collaboration side, another area that has come up is modeling sort of business scenarios. So maybe you're running a factory and, and there's different decisions you can make as inputs. Uh, we can simulate and, and show a, an outcome uh, of a certain kind of production. And you can then get sort of reports on financially the impact of that decision. So it's, think of it as wargaming, but it's applied in a business context. Okay. So, you know, in these collaborative environments, is it where you can open up Word documents and stuff like that? Or is that, is this something even completely different? Is this more about forecasting than anything else? No, the heart of what we're doing is really what you just raised, that uh, you could think of a web conference environment or bringing up a document. It could be a Word document. In our environments, we're not constrained by one document. A 3D environment can be uh, filled with, say, six different screens, and there can be any media type you want. It could be PowerPoint, streaming video, any desktop application, Word document, a PDF, a web browser application. So you can think of um, a highly collaborative uh, group of people working together. Um, a quick example might be you're designing a product. There's a budget, there's a timeline, there's a specification. All of those are different views of information. So we can display that on different screens. And so it brings a team of people together. They have to figure out how do they get this product launched and get a timeline. But we've got to meet the budget, meet the timeline, do it with the resources we've got. So everyone, and, and so this is a quick example of things you cannot do in an audio conference call or web conference call. Sure. And we're priced very similar to those technologies, so anyone can participate. So these collaborative processes are really going to go, you know, get a big productivity boost using these kind of technologies. Yeah, so, you know, for your company, do you see then the simulations being bigger in the future or these, or these collaborative environments? Um, good question. I think the collaborative environments is going to be sort of what everyone uses. We all meet today. Yeah. So this is a new way to have a more productive, more engaging type of meeting. So everyone will use that. The simulation areas um, can be a little bit more specialized. You get into how a building is designed today, 
literally a, a skyscraper in a city might take, you know, 10 years from initial design idea to <laughs> final completion of operation. And there's, you know, I'm talking number, hundreds of uh, constituents involved, vendors and architects and bankers. And so those processes where the, the ability to bring more intelligence into the process will shorten the cycle time of bringing a building to market, make fewer bad decisions. Sure. Uh, there'll be fewer of those, but they'll have a big impact. Okay. And, you know, the thing is, in terms of pricing, how accessible is this then to smaller teams? Yep. Is this mainly for enterprise? Is this going to come to smaller teams? It looks like you have like a, a client and, you know, it seems like things would shift to the web where a lot of companies now have all their information on the web. So, you know, you talk about the collaborative environments and being able to pull in information. It might seem better that it's in a browser or something else. So where's that going? Where do you sure. No, we, um, in fact, our 3D environment starts out with a web front end. And so we've worked very hard on both packaging and pricing this so that small groups of people can start in very quickly. Uh, so we've got a new offering that's subscription-based. It's $60 a user a month. So people can say, gee, I'll have a team of 15 people coming together. And you can invite anybody you want. And in five minutes, they drop into a 3D environment. So the point is, it's low-priced, it's packaged, and we host that environment. So no one has to worry about setting up the server and the infrastructure. They can just invite their colleagues, and they drop into the meeting in five minutes. Um, so we're very focused on sort of getting rapid adoption and, and just trying it out. Uh, you're right, we started out in the enterprise side, where we can put this behind the firewall, yeah. and it can be uh, you know, accepted through uh, the IT department, but there's a lot of complexity there. Yeah. You know, how do you drive employee authentication and integration of the business systems they care about? So that's why this, this initial offering we're calling Meeting Labs is targeted for getting these small organizations to just experiment, try it out. Very inexpensive. If they like it, they can grow it, uh, but really enable more adoption. Well, with that said, I mean, do you feel that your business model is kind of prohibitive in that sense? Um, you know, you look at some of these other MMO games, and they have, like, a free-to-play, or, like, you know, so you actually can, you have a base service for free, and then they sell virtual goods. I mean, is that something that you guys have looked at in terms of your service, or is that... Yeah, mostly what people are comparing this to is, in fact, a web conference environment. Yeah. So if they've got WebEx or GoToMeeting, our pricing at $60 user a month is very comparable to okay. those, and, and so... Any organization that's sort of serious uh, is used to paying a fee like that. You know, sure. a couple hundred dollars a month, a couple thousand dollars a month, it's just part of how they collaborate. So I think uh, this pricing, again, will probably evolve it. Sure. But, uh, you know, the first 30 days are free, so we want people to come in, try it out. If they like it, great, subscribe. So the intent is to get this to be very viral. You know, we're banking on yeah. a better immersive experience where people say, wow, I want to give up my web conference environment because this is more yeah. fun. Yeah, um, speaking of fun, I mean, you do mention WebEx, and WebEx is pretty popular. Um, you know, do you put in game mechanics, or are you looking at other game mechanics that will make this, you know, more engaging, metrics, stuff like that, that allow people to uh, gauge where they're at uh, in the production process or collaborative process? Um, we're definitely weaving in a lot of social elements into these environments. A quick example are linking in people's profiles. So... You know, as two avatars meet each other, you can quickly check out this other person you're meeting for the first time. What's their background? What are their interests? Um, and what we're working towards is helping people build communities. So I can start to search to find colleagues that I need to bring into my group. So we've got a room sort of optimized for what our group's going to do. Maybe it's discussing some project. 
Um, so the intent is really, again, building communities that can really uh, collaborate and work together more effectively when they're geographically distributed. Because okay. again, the big difference over web conferencing is people build relationships in these environments. You see somebody, we can have what we call personalized avatars, taking a digital photograph of somebody, map it onto an avatar, sure. so it looks like Chris Badger. People yeah. recognize me if they see me in real life. Or conversely, if you meet in a virtual world and then meet people in real life, you immediately recognize who that is. Yeah. Um, can you talk about then some of the other benefits of using this environment versus um, some of the traditional um, conferencing, web con conferencing tools? Yeah, a couple things. Uh, I touched on one earlier, uh, but there's a couple of key dimensions of what we do differently. First is whenever you get into um, needing to see multiple panels of information. So my, my example before of a program where I've got a budget and it's maybe an Excel spreadsheet, I've got a spec and a Word document. In a web conference environment, you can only present one document at a time. Sure. In our environments, you can have multiple panels of information. You can leave them up there all the time. And so you can operate these 24 by 7. So that's one thing you can't do in a web environment. Um, the second is, let's imagine, okay, we've got 10 people. We want to break out in little side discussions. In our environments, you can literally have side discussions, brainstorm on something, and then reconvene. Okay. So the point being, we can have uh, buildings and rooms that very much uh, do what we do in real life. You can start to have a variety of different ways of uh, interacting with each other uh, and then reconvening. You just can't do that in a web conference environment. And where do you see the future of business gaming going then? Well, I think uh, I'm biased, but I think it's literally in um, three to probably seven years, uh, this will start to take over a good chunk of the audio and web conferencing. People will see anything they can do in a web and audio conferencing environment, they can do equally or better in our environment. We have telephony integration, so okay, maybe you've got 10 people, but two of them are in an airport. Sure. They can't log into the environment, but they have a mobile phone. They can at least participate in the discussion. So I, I literally look at this as more of a core communications infrastructure that okay. will take over. Um, there will be specific application areas where very high-end simulation of buildings comes in yeah. and sort of intelligent information that comes out from gaming a, a given scenario and getting some output from that to help us make better business decisions. Cool. And where can people find out more information about your company and maybe even use your product? Sure. So our website, our company name again is Forterra Systems, F-O-R-T-E-R-R-A Systems. The website is, uh, it's a little bit different, so it's www.forterrainc.com. Okay. So thank you very much. Ahead.